Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. All right, got a good show planned for you guys. Going to talk, uh, what do we talk? We uh, talk about a very rare Newman car that we're going to think about taking out, firing up. We got our car show coming up at the Peterson. Yeah. Talk about... Uh, some rule changes at Carmel. Some City rule. of Carmel for Monterey Car Week. And some uh, thievery. Yeah. What, what's being <laughs> stolen off of cars these days? I didn't think anything, but I was I was dead wrong. Yeah. Turns out we have victims in the room, multiple victims. Um, Max Pata was victimized. Uh, his whole family was victimized. <laughs> they targeted him. I'll tell you about Tommy John. Tommy John, they don't give an F. They give uh, three Fs. Fabric, fit, function, proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. No wedgie guarantee. Comfortable, stay put waistbands. Luxurious, soft, feather light, moisture wicking. Breathable fabrics. No bunching, no riding up. You don't love your first pair. Get a full refund, best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. I'm wearing mine now. Everyone wears theirs around here. You don't go back. Once you go with Tommy John, you don't go back to your old underpants or undershirts. I'm wearing it. Am I wearing an undershirt? Yeah, I'm wearing yeah. it. I'm wearing an undershirt now. Yeah. Um, you can buy retail, by the way, at over 1,200 retail locations across the United States, including uh, Nordstrom stores nationwide. So... Let's go. Let's get the best. Let's get Tommy John, right, man? Yeah. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. Yeah. All right. All right. Kalen gave a very haphazard uh, finger point. He gave, it was a side. I think you missed the first one. Yeah, you oh, missed the missed first, the first one. one. You missed the first one. Earlier. Oh, got a strong first one. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was good. I was listening to the music. I feel yeah, like the, I like the first finger point may have been a little premature. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm signing a bunch of uh, Shelby American uh, jacket covers for Blu-ray. So I'm looking down at this huge. Pile. I, got a, I got a brick. Well, evidently not. I didn't see uh, Kalen's uh, <laughs> big finger. All right. I usually smell that finger coming before I see it. <laughs> get it on, man. Got to get it on. Our church. They're going to mandate get it on. And uh, welcome to CarCast. What's going on in your world? Oh, man. Uh, we, uh, we're getting ready. We're only a few weeks away now from our big CarCast live event at the Peterson Museum. And uh, from our friends at Haggerty and Jags. So we're going to be doing uh, – uh, you guys got to come out. Come out to the show. We want you to see all the cars. Uh, we want you to, We want to see all of your cars. March 21st, you can get tickets at uh, adamcroll.com or uh, peterson.org slash carcast. Uh-huh. It starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There's going to be a big car show. Mm. We're going to judge the car show. We're going to do – probably what we did last year. We'll do like your pick, my pick, best of show, people's choice. Mm-hmm. Just got an email from my friends at Jegs this morning, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they're, they're going to be giving away uh, some prizes and stuff to the winners of those categories. What car should I bring out there? So uh, we're 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 thinking about that. We're trying to f- decide uh, what to bring. Um, 
uh, you know, we've got Porsches, we've got BRE cars. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of want to think about, uh, what did we bring last year? 935. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Hino with the 510. Right. That's what we brought last year. Yeah. Um, was that a year ago? That was last year. It was almost, uh, well, I think it was same month. Same I do, month. The, yeah, March, I do March. the last year math. <laughs> that much I did. But I mean, uh, it was March of, it was I, one year. Yeah. Wow. Thinking, Time is flying, man. Yeah. Um, that was a 10th year anniversary for us. Jesus this Christ. This is 11. Holy 11 years. Christ. Um, all right. So, you know, the Porsche's cool. BRE's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what else. People love 510s, and um, that different drummer 510s are really cool piece. You know, maybe that different yeah. drummer 510. Oh, that's People a good car to You know, I'll, I'll tell you, dudes, I, I guess there's different kinds of car guys. There's, you know, there's the Mopar guys, and there's your kind of T-bucket guys, and your old school guys or whatever. But the car dudes, they love that 510. Yeah. That that is, I don't know. Maybe it's a SoCal thing. I feel like those five tens are are probably the most hot rodded Japanese. Definitely the most hot rodded Japanese sedan ever. Right? Yeah. Like everyone there. There, you would you would be hard pressed. Let me uh, make this bold statement. Is there another car? Where there's more modified versions of it than there are stock versions of it. I I Ooh. don't think – I think there's probably five modified and, and, and oftentimes highly modified 510s for every one and a half bone stock yeah. 510s. You don't even see bone stock 510s. You've never – you don't see 510s that don't have a set of rims on them yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, you don't see them on right. Bring a Trailer. What, when's the last time you saw 510 on Bring a Trailer for sale that didn't have twin Makuni carbs and, and uh, Panasport rims? And do you think it would – you think it would pull a premium? I I think I think it would pull a premium. I think nowadays, if you found one that had been completely untouched, um, it would it would fetch you a premium. Percentage wise, the only thing I can think of that probably everybody has modified or breathed on a little bit would be like a Jeep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but even that, you probably see more stock ones rolling up and down. Yeah, there's the still highway. quite a few. Yeah, yeah and then there's, there's the Dodge Magnum wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dude rolling in one of those the other day. He couldn't have been prouder. He couldn't have been prouder. Who's dumber? <laughs> the the Dodge Magnum wagon guy or PT Cruiser um, convertible? I forgot they even had that thing. I saw one. I was like, I, I, I still think the Magnum Wagon guy is dumber than the PT Cruiser convertible guy. Because the PT Cruiser convertible guy is a middle-aged lesbian who's like a school teacher, right? <laughs> the Magnum, he can hot rod it a little bit. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no such I'm thing. I'm not saying 24-inch wheels. I'm saying you could, you know – You've you never had the, no, the exhaust, the they, horsepower, they don't the care. supercharger. No, all they do is put a limo tint on that car and put huge <clears throat> rims on it. You've never seen one of those cars in white. No, I haven't seen one in white. With stock rims. But you've got all that room for 15-inch woofers in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that I like when people, 
were uh, adding a lot of MDF, medium density fiberboard, like mm-hmm. making G. Uh, there's nothing heavier than you taking a sheet of three quarter MDF and like whacking yeah. it up into a box. You That's know That's what you need for the sound. I know, but it's so goddamn physically heavy. Like the amount of weight you're yeah. putting in your car. <laughs> Stereo system. What the hell? Big big system. Are we big. done are we done with the big systems? Are we done with the big systems? I don't know. I think I think the big systems uh have have weaned off a little bit, but systems haven't. Doesn't everything just come with a good system or good you, enough you, system You can, now? but if you think of like a lot of the older cars or people are sort of modernizing a little bit like the stuff you see at SEMA, there's always, you know, there's a 10, there's a 10 inch woofer and a small box or something in the back and, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can hot rod it a little bit, mm. you know? Yeah. You know, like I, I put a modern sound system in my, my lightning so I can have car play and touchscreen and. Yeah, I guess, I, I, I guess. What we're, I guess we're talking about, God, remember those days of like trying to cut out the doors and put the speakers in there yeah. and they I, never I did mounted a, I did right. a sort of a direct replacement. I didn't want to cut them up. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at some old cars and you pull off the door panel, you'll see yeah. the inside of those things all Almost out. everything. Almost every car you buy old that says, hey, this is stock matching numbers, pull off a door panel. Yeah. Something's in there. Yeah. I God. Even the Lamborghini. Even, I think you're 350 GT. Right. Yeah. Right? Somebody, I don't know, put, yeah. put a speaker or something in a door, swap something out and just... By the way, who listens to the stereo in a 350 Lamborghini when you got that beautiful 12? The Opera, that 3.5 12-cylinder, <clears throat> six carbs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, uh, God, car stereos were a thing. People... Selling car stereos. There's always some dude who had a car stereo wanted to sell it. Um, there was the kind you pulled out of the dash. There was the saddest thing with the car stereo to me was they had the ones where you first you'd pull the whole brick out. Yeah, you pull the whole brick out it, and you just carry the thing around with yeah. you. With you go out to dinner, so you wouldn't <laughs> get your car stereo stolen. But if you kept pulling it in, pushing it in and pulling it out, pushing it in, pulling it out, the mount would always start getting yeah. a little sloppy because there's really nothing in there to really physically mount it. It's, it's right. sort of like... It's just a tin shell yeah, it, with it's some a, fold-out tabs. With like tech screws into sheet metal and plastic. Like, like if you take a towel bar... And you just put it in the drywall and you put a couple of those plastic screw shields in it. Yeah. It's just, it, it always comes loose. You've got to sink something into a stud yeah, to yeah. suck it up, you know? Now, if you want to just mount the towel bar and you're just filming and you need a towel, you need, you need a bathroom that looks like a bathroom, it's fine. If you're going to keep using it, if you're going to keep pulling and it's like people would be fighting with it. And then at some point they came up with the faceplate that popped off. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. God. People still steal them. If they, if they want them, they're going to take them. The, not anymore, though. Nobody, nobody's nobody wants stereos. When's the last time? It, when's the last time anyone you know has had a stereo stolen from their car and or a TV stolen from their house or apartment? Because people used to steal TVs all the time. Yeah, and they used to steal stereos all the time. And people would break into people's houses and just steal equipment Dude. all the time. 
what do they steal now? Computers? Laptops? They steal laptops. And phones. Do you steal phone? Now, phones are pretty much useless to steal because of the yeah. tracking. And now, nowadays, you can brick the phone. Basically, you can remotely wipe it. And, yeah. And I don't know. There's no real point. Are we, are we at the point where we're not stealing stuff anymore where we're doing down you know we're stealing people's identity and stuff like that and trying to it's all cyber stuff but i mean people used to steal rims yeah hubcaps like rims there was the everyone who had a decent set of rims on their car had the locking lug yeah right because you get your rims stolen yeah, no. we, well, Actually, you used to have that radio that would just take the faceplate off and you stick it in your glove box and lock. lock yeah, it that doesn't there. do doesn't yeah. doesn't do much. Actually, the most recent uh, stealing of the rims was a couple of like GM employees took the new Corvette C8, which wasn't even out yet, like a month or two ago, out someplace, parked it on the side of the road, and within hours, somebody already took the rims off of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Somebody jacked the rims, and then they showed up like at a swap meet in Florida because I, <laughs> they were so new. Yeah, I did guess. They, but did they know what they were doing? They did because they left it like pivoting on like uh, like bricks or a log or something. They said, and you have to look it up, Chris. I don't think the car was parked there for more than two hours. Hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Let's just review that last line of questioning. Did they know what they were doing? Yes, because they left it on a log. Right. Well, it meant they they were prepared to to take all four wheels quickly. Right. And and just kind of what they did is they they teeter tottered the car. They oh, did really. They like took the. They, you no, have I, to kind I, of look I, at no, it. They no, kind no, of like listen. jacked up the front and tilted it, and then. But well, hold on a second. I'm still asking my question, which is, I know they intentionally stole the rims. Yes. I'm not asking, did they do it on purpose or did they know what they were doing? I'm, I'm saying is that they know those rims were valuable because it was the prototype or the first or the whatever, or was it? Okay. We didn't get a conversation with the crew, <laughs> so we can't really know what their intentions were, but they obviously were looking to steal a set of rims off of something because they had the gear to do it. Right, but but and I guess uh, they thought, hey, maybe this is a cool car. This will be. Valuable. But they didn't know. They took the C seven R. Like it wasn't a prototype. But it was like new. Like, it's they're, new. They're, they're not out there. So that right? begs the question: Are are car thieves and people that steal pieces from cars are they car guys? No, but because um, Nick Cage was. That's in right. Gone in 60 seconds. We get ran that go-kart track at the beginning. So uh, my question still remains, which is, did they just steal random rims or did they steal these new rims because they were those rims? I mean, I get they stole rims. Yeah. But did they know what they were... When I say did they know what they were doing, I meant did they know what they had right. with those I, rims? I don't know. I think they got to know something. I think they got to think... All right, I'm going to put it in Detroit. Gonna like, it's a cool one car. We know time. it's coming out what there. What if my Corvette was two years old and I pulled out there? Yeah. Would they steal the rims? Uh, Probably. They would? Know. We I don't know. know. I mean, if they were in rim stealing mode. Yeah, there mm. it is. Yeah. They stole those rims. Snow on the ground and everything. Yeah. Well. And it's, it, it's funny how they did it. They put something under the car so they can teeter-totter it. Well, they're good if they if you can find the CG, the center of gravity, you know from flying. Mm-hmm. You know the center of gravity. If you can find the center of gravity, then you just slide a log under, under there and then push down, it'll it'll teeter-totter. 
on it. Interesting. The other thing that has made this a, um, the, you know, the, what has made uh, the world your oyster for uh, thieves is um, the battery operated everything. Yeah, if you you can get a impact gun from Dewalt oh, yeah. that's battery operated, you can get a sawzall that's battery operated. I mean, you get a metal cutting blade, an eighteen volt, volt sawzall, and a little can of WD forty. You can get <laughs> you can in any, anything. You can go anywhere you want, right? But why steal the rims off a car that isn't even out yet? Doesn't seem like it's kind of traceable at this point, you know. Like, I, I, hey, swap meet guy in Florida. You're right. Where'd I you get the rims? I don't uh, think these guys were international <laughs> jewel thieves. I don't think they knew what they were. I don't think they knew what they were getting. No. All right. They're kind of goofy. You had your hubcap stolen from your Prius. Yeah. In in the in the alley behind my apartment, both on the left side of my uh, Prius had the hubcaps missing. So before work, I go on Craigslist. I'm like, okay, I'll just buy some new ones. I mean, they're not that expensive. And this guy had two of them. He lives down the street from me when I went, like, and I, I think I just bought back my own hubcaps. Yeah, how that's much, what he wanted. How much are they? Twenty. I got twenty bucks for both of them. Tw- uh, ten bucks a piece. Yeah, man, what the, it seems so low grade. That, that's why I was just like, I'm not even going to argue this. Just give me my hubcaps, and I put them on. And I went to work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you write your name in them like your underwear? I, know, I should I mark don't, them. Uh, <laughs> I really, I, I, I'm now, I profess to not really understand most of humanity Look, anymore. One like, of the most stolen things now in cars is catalytic converters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and if you're rolling around in like the little, like the CRV where there's enough ground clearance oh, to just, right. sli- just slide under there, my, you're just steal oh, catalytic converters. My fiance had a CRV. <laughs> oh, really? Stolen right, right <laughs> from under her. Uh, She's her running car. around with yeah. no cat. Yeah. Uh, oh, back to my. Uh, and they're expensive. Yeah. Back to the sawzall, right? Yeah, that's it. That you was what they used. Get yeah. that sawzall, get the can of WD 40, and just whack it right off. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Butcher Box, 100% grass fed and finished beef, heritage breed pork, free range organic chicken, wild sac- sockeye salmon from Bristol Bay, Alaska, sent right to your home. Free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Alaska and Hawaii are excluded. Each box has uh, between 9 and 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. Olga made up the butcher box last night. We mm-hmm. had some steaks. New subscribers get free ground beef for life and two pounds of 100% grass-fed and finished beef free in every box, plus 20 bucks off your first box. So just do this. It, I it, got some of the bacon left. It's much better than... It needs to be. The meat is a it's higher good. quality than you would you would ever think that. Salmon is amazing. It's all great. Butcherbox.com slash CarCast. Or enter the promo code CarCast to check out two pounds of uh, beef and uh, free plus 20 bucks off. First box. Butcherbox.com slash CarCast. Yeah, I guess people are. Yeah, you're, you're right. The catalytic converter. Catalytic converters. It is. It, it's crazy. The sort of catfish people, the people that are stealing aluminum ladders for the aluminum, the people that are stealing wiring for the copper, yeah. you know, pulling copper. Yeah. It's just a whole weird catfish mentality. Those people, are weird. people just, people just skimming along, sucking stuff off the floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> just stuff that's left alone, yeah. stuff that's left out. There's a difference between like trolling the trash cans for for you know the stuff that's thrown away. To you're right, like going onto a job site and start stealing the wiring. Oh yeah, I mean there is a. 
there's a whole recycling center a mile away from here, and there's people just constantly pushing those carts, just picking up everything that can be recycled. But there's a difference between that and someone pulling all the copper wiring out of your conduit of your building that you're wiring up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, who the fuck raised these people? What's going on? Um, I read somebody... Sh- I don't know what you know about this. Oh, yeah, we won the uh, Motor Press Guide Award, uh, Guild, sorry, the Motor Press Guild Award for uh, Best of the Year feature video in yeah. uh, Shelby American. Great. Although Nate broke, promptly broke our big glass. Of course. We, had a, we took a nice picture of yeah. it. Yeah, oh, there's the award. looks good. Yeah, and then, and then Nate oh. broke it. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> so <was> that. <laughs> I didn't get to see it in person. <laughs> Jeez. Not since uh, when I used to do Loveline, I remember... We won, me and Dr. Drew won syndicated show of the year or something. And uh, our producer, Ann, like had it and had it in her office. And um, we worked at Westwood One, you know, yeah. and, and we won. And it was like, I don't know, some months later or something. And I would say to Ann, what, what, what happened to winning syndicated show of the year? And she's like, oh, yeah, we got a plaque or something. I'd go. Well, you should bring it in, you know? And she's like, yeah, it's in my office. I go, okay, well, just yeah. when you're in your office, bring it in. She never, I don't think she ever brought it in. Like, we just went months and I never saw it. I just, I'm still yeah. unclear today whether we won syndicated show of the year or not. Maybe I, she dropped it and felt I, bad. I, I, <laughs> Maybe she broke it. It was probably a wooden plaque. We, we got to get back to cups and plaques. What do you know about the Carmel uh, events in Monterey? And right. There's somebody wrote an article about... Talking about taking away a good thing. Apparently, <clears throat> Chris will have the specifics. The, uh, the city of Carmel wants to limit how many events... <clears throat> excuse me. How many events they can do during Monterey Car Week. And I think they're going to limit it to like two major events. I don't know how this affects... All the smaller pop-up events like, hey, Aston Martin's going to do a pop-up party or, or Alfa Romeo or something. But um, the guys at the Pebble Beach Concord feel like they're safe and their tour, you know, their, um, mm-hmm. you know, their, their drive that they do. They said they're not going to grow it, but they feel like they're safe. They're going to be included in this. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean – yeah, so so what it is is the policy would limit the number of downtown events to two beginning next year, forbid new ones, prevent the current shows from expanding, and determine if the city should regulate non-city events like Aston Martin at Sunset Center, the Carmel Mission Classic, and define the length of, quote, week, which actually is running 10 days. Yeah, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, the residents are like, we can't drive around yeah. and we can't whatever, but obviously brings so much commerce and so much attention and so much whatever yeah. to your town every week, you know. And, and not it, exactly unsavory people. No, but it's the it's the new world order, which is uh, we want to make rules and you guys are doing stuff and we need to preside over you. And... Um, w- you know, there's this new thing where kind of like parsing everything out, which is like it, it sort of happened. It, it 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 happens on a micro and a macro level, but it it started happening when everything just went to like debit cards and electronic payments and 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 uh, um, direct deposit and stuff like that. Like you will learn if you ever get a house and you have people that live in the house. Yeah. And you pay for everything in the house. The people <laughs> who live in the house do not treat you like you pay for everything in the house at all. 
at, at all. Yeah. It, it's kind of the opposite. They're kind of shitty to you when <laughs> they, they're eating and stuff. It's a weird phenomenon, but I've seen it. I know. It's like everybody – they love all the money that comes pouring in, but they now they're going to separate it. But they'll go, we love all the money, but we don't like the traffic. Yeah. So we're going to stop, start cutting events so we don't get all the traffic. It's like, yeah, but that's all the money. Yeah. That, they, that we've now figured out a society where we <laughs> fucking separate the people that pay for everything and all that, all that it brings. And we've decided... We want to live in this house, but we don't want you in this house telling us what to do. Right. Right. But I pay for everything. Right. Yeah. We don't care about that part. Yeah. We want this part <laughs> and we want this and this. So we want all the revenue that comes into our town and we don't want any of the traffic. Right. But th- what they don't understand is the reason there's traffic is th- is because you have revenue. Right. Because of the events and because of what's going on over there. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. They're just going to fuck everything up over there. And <laughs> well, how long? Kinda, I don't know. It's how kinda... long could you do something like that before the city folks like started get involved? You notice how the reaction always it always starts off negative. Like we've got to cap all this stuff. Right. It's never. Hey, how can we support you and and make it better for the residents? Is that possible? Can we explore that first? Can we no. reach out? You know, can we go five miles this way, eight miles that way, and right. And, and uh, you know, can we uh, can we invest some of that money into uh, roads or, or traffic signs and lights or, or whatever? Like, can, can we make it all better? Yeah. Well, either way, I got to sign up a car <laughs> over there. Yeah. So we should figure that out. Ooh, speaking of cars, I got another question for you. First, let mm. me tell you guys about Geico. Mm. Uh, you're talking about you're owning a home. Maybe you own a home. Maybe you rent the home. Well could be a lot of work, but you know what's easy? It's bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing because you already have a lot to do around your home already. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Just go to GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Yeah. Uh, So mm -hmm. a thought would be, uh, you know, we're having our, our, our Peterson event March 21st, but we're also going to be – we're selling a small group of tickets uh, for the morning to come get a tour of your garage. Uh-huh. You should take one of the cars, think about what, and maybe bring it out to the lot and fire it up for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. And we've got a few new additions to the collection, but everybody loves the 935, so mm-hmm. – Hmm. You got any thoughts on what could be a, a nice treat for those? I think there's only 50 tickets available. Uh, God, there's that big twin turbo car, the big V8 car. Oh, yeah. That hasn't been that fired thing. up in a while. <laughs> yeah. In a while. That'd be a good car to yeah, that's see a good out car, right? in public, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a crazy, cool car to, to fire up. That's a crazy piece, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that car. That could be kind of fun. So that's the 79... 280ZX. The 280ZX. Twin turbo. It's the You guys have seen the car. It's got the big body work on it. It's in Forza Motorsport as well. Yeah, it's got the big... It's got the Japanese V8 in it, which I think is like a 4-liter. Maybe it's a 4.5 if uh, memory serves. And it also, if memory serves, has like a Chevy bottom end and a Ford heads type yeah, configuration. Yeah, yeah. I, I was told 
when I was asking somebody, uh, yeah. this Japanese V8, and the Japanese are pretty famous for just ripping off our stuff and just making it mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. better and a little cheaper and a little smaller and a little yeah. lighter, you know? Um, but um, I, somebody once told me, and I don't know enough about Ford versus Chevy and V8s, that's just not my, my bag, but somebody said it, it they kind of took the bottom end of a Chevy yeah. and the top end of a Ford, or it's vice versa, I can't and, remember. And the story that we heard about, that was an engine that was used, obviously, in a, in a very you know, low level, very, you know, not with the cool intake and the sheet metal intake, but that was the engine uh, long block, basically, that was used in like the limousines or Lincoln town cars. And then we hosted an event and one of the, uh, one of the guys from Nissan of Japan who actually only spoke Japanese, when we asked him, he confirmed that story. He said, yeah, "Yeah, that is, that is basically where the engine started. Yeah. They had a sedan that was like a four door, seemed like a, crown vic or town car yeah. type thing and it was like called the the presidential or something like yeah, that yeah, and yeah. and that's the car that's yeah. the engine that was in there and, and uh, uh this is a cool car to fire up this thing's almost a thousand horsepower yeah and i don't know i i mean talk about pushing the rules i mean sharp getting hold of an engine from another car yeah putting it in a a 280zx a 280zx in 79 had a straight six in mm-hmm. it um I think they had a turbo in eighty. Wasn't that two eighty ZX must have had a turbo in eighty? Um, Max Pata. Did they have a turbo in seventy nine? For some reason I remember eighty. But either way, um they had a turbo and a straight six or a naturally aspirated straight yeah, yeah. six. You're taking a V eight and putting a twin turbo in it and just putting it in from another car. <laughs> That's kind of nuts. It seems like they were really stretching the rules, but <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, the the whole configuration of that car, when you see the body work and the hatch in the back and what they did, putting plexi over it to keep the original tail lights and the firewall and all that stuff, it's 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 a pretty crazy car. That I don't is, know that it was super successful because it got too complex. I, I think uh, Turbo came in in 81. They didn't even have a Turbo in 79 or 80. Um, it's got the inboard brakes on the on the rear. I would I would go ahead and call that car the m- most sophisticated slash complicated yeah. car of its era. Definitely uh, one of the the most original because just most the- bespoke that that thing that thing made a nine thirty five look like a 510 in terms of simplicity <laughs> yeah like uh, it's a tub it's a 911 tub it's got the f- big fiberglass flares yeah. on that car was no anything tub or well maybe it was a z maybe it started as well it only need, it only really needs it? like the firewall and the a pillars and like the rear lights there wasn't mm-hmm. much left but what's what's crazy about it is is you, you take all that body work off and and you just look underneath they're just the the amount of the amount of hoses and cooling and coolers all all over the 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 frame of this thing all over the you know the the tube frame and and everything they put like it's just an incredibly complex complex car it's yeah it's I, pretty I believe interesting we we blew the whole thing apart to photographic for Forza remember I, yeah I I and, talked uh, to uh, I talked to Sharp about it. Um, that thing was, I think it's just a pure tube frame car. Uh, I talked to Sharp about it, and Sharp said that Newman took it 
and he put it on the pole at Pocono, I think. Yeah. Or some one of these places. I don't know, Max Pata. Look up, see if Paul Newman, uh, Twin Turbo, uh, 1979 ZX pole or something, see if it comes up. But he, he put it on the pole somewhere. And then uh, I've told the story before. And then all the other drivers got pissed off. The guys were driving the 935s yeah. and stuff. They're like, ah, it's a cheater car. Come on. Yeah, and, look at it. And, and not a lot of hidden stuff on that car. Like it's. And, and it's Sharp because Sharp is Bob Sharp, the salesman. Hi, this is Bob Sharp. <laughs> Call him up. No one else answered. I answered the phone this way. Uh, uh, hello? hello? <laughs> Who is this? Uh, he's Bob Sharp. <laughs> call him up. We should call him on the air one of these days just to have him pick up the phone and go, Bob Sharp. Bob Sharp. <laughs> so Bob just goes, hey, everyone, calm down. Paul put it on the poll. That's good news for everybody. Going to get a lot of press. Yeah. Paul Newman's on the poll. And uh, come talk to me after the race. If he wins the race, then we can talk. So far, he's just on the poll. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. And uh, sure enough, the car broke or something like that. And some 935 won the and race. Was and fun. then people, was a people, people left him alone. All right. Uh, any news of that car? A lot of footage of that car. It is... In the one-of-one one department, I mean, yeah. you know, you can talk about... Ooh, Sean hates that term. You can talk about one-of-one. One-of-one. One. You can talk... It's like, there's just the one. One, it's not right. One of one. It's just it's the just, one. Just... Um, you can talk about 935s. There's a smattering of them spread around, and you can talk about Ferrari GTOs. There's yeah. a, 35 of those or 40 of those or something spread around. And talk about really... Uh, unique cars, but uh, man, and then you can go make your own shit in the backyard with mm-hmm. a welding torch. But I mean, this car is one. There's one of these cars, and it's really recognizable. Like people know the car, yeah, and that's what makes it cool. It's got to be recognizable and yeah. one. You know, even the Batmobile and stuff like that. There's like three of them. Did he did he use it in a press kit or an ad? I recall him like seeing some pictures. There's just the a car. lot of pictures of it because it was so I think, massive. I think I remember seeing it like in the press kit for their, you know, for their sponsor fundraising. All right, Max Patty, find anything? Let's see. No, Newman. Man. What uh repeat to me what you're Paul searching. Newman 1979 ZX twin turbo pole. Okay. See what happens. Uh, let me tell you about Tommy John. They don't give an F. They give three Fs, everybody. Fabric, fit and function, proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. No wedgie guarantee, comfortable, stay-put waistbands, luxurious, soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable fabrics designed to move with you. No bunching or riding up. If you don't love your first pair, you get the full refund with the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Or if you don't want to go online, you can just shop retail to have a they're in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide. I'm wearing mine now. They are the best when you travel. They're perfect. They're perfect when you travel because they're light. And you can roll them up and pack yeah. them real easy. But one of the advantages is is if you go hit that gym and hit that treadmill you know, at uh, 2, 3 in the afternoon mm-hmm. and work up a little lather, you take <laughs> those things out when you're done hang them out in your bathroom, hang them on the towel bar or something, go out to dinner or whatever that night. When you're packing it up and leaving at 7 a.m. the next morning, they're dry. Yeah. There's nothing worse than packing up something wet. You got to find the bag. It's heavy. They'll just air dry, lickety split. It's the best. It's Tommy John. 
All right, man? Yeah, hurry to Tommy, TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash CarCast for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash CarCast. All right, I'm going to be in Indy tonight and uh, tomorrow night as well, doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So come on out and uh, say hi. Um, always a couple tickets left, and I'll say hi after the show and so on and so forth. I want to go to that indie museum. Yeah. Get down there. I don't know. We could talk to Bruce Meyer or something. I'm trying to work that one out. I think your Islero is out there as well. Somebody hit me up and said they know where your Islero is. If you oh, want to go it's see at it. the indie museum? No, I think it's at a different oh, location. Oh, a but, different location. Yeah, but yeah. it's, it's in, in that area. Hmm. Uh, I don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can go to com for all the live shows and uh, check out Chassis as well, C-H-A-S-S-Y, if you, uh, if you like as well, um, because uh, we have all the Blu-rays and everything there. 1985 Lime Rock. No, that would have been uh, a 300 ZX, yeah. not, a, yeah. not a 280 ZX. Matt, what do you got? Uh, follow us on uh, Motorator. Uh, on social media and uh, get tickets. Bring your bring your car out to the Peterson Museum March 21st. Yeah, we'll uh, have some good notable names there, some good car guys there. We'll be there. We'll be showing some movies. Fun. It's going to be a good event. So, till next time, Adam Pearl for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Geico, do you own, do you rent? You probably do one or the other. How about you bundle your insurance at Geico? Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners and renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because uh, you already have so much to do around the house. Just go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could be saving on your homeowners insurance and your renters insurance when you bundle them together at Geico. That is geico.com. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.